Come on, let's lift up our hands all over this place this morning. Simple act of surrender. Sign that we're focusing our attention upon Jesus this morning. Nothing else, no distractions around us. Our focus and attention is on Him. Let's invite Him to move in this place this morning. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to come and have His work in our lives today. Let His purpose be outworked in this service and in these next few moments together. Come on, let's sing this again. Come on. Burn like a fire, blow like the wind. Come Holy Spirit, we welcome you in. Burn like a fire, blow like the wind. Come Holy Spirit, we welcome you in. Burn like a fire. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come and have your way today. Lord, over these next few moments as we, as we look at your word and as we anoint each person in this building today, Holy Spirit, I pray you do something truly significant. I pray you do something powerful in this place. Touch every life, touch every heart. We ask this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Welcome to City Church. It's great. To have you here this morning, believing that this morning is going to be a really powerful and significant morning. If you're uh, new to City Church, Church this morning, we'd love to welcome you. Today is a different service. Today is an anointing service, and we're going to be taking some time in the service to, to pray for each person, to anoint with oil every person that's here today. And so it is a little bit different today. It is going to be a lot of fun and an opportunity for you to really have someone pray over you and believe for your 2020 that God's blessing and God's favor would be upon it. And so it says in 1 John 20 verse 20, it says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted, and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth because He teaches us illuminates our minds and guards us from error. Let me say that one more time. But you have been anointed from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. This anointing service today is a reminder of those things. The Holy Spirit has set you apart. He's specially gifted you. He's graced you to do what He's calling you to do. And He's gone before you in all of the things and the activities that He's called you to do. Jesus has prepared for us good works that we would walk in them. And every one of us has the choice to be obedient to that calling. Do you know the word anointing, when we talk about anointing people, the Greek meaning of anoint is made up of two words. Cryo, which means to smear or to rub oil, and alipho, which means to anoint. If you look at the Hebrew word, it's, it means, uh, the Hebrew word is masa, 
and has secular connotations such as rubbing a shield with oil, smearing paint on a house, or anointing the body with oil. When you look at Scripture, you can see time and time again, oil is used as a representation of the Holy Spirit. And see that oil in our lives, when it comes to the mechanics of our life, oil creates an ease. It's the same when it comes to the Holy Spirit in our life. Every one of us has been anointed and called by God. And when we align with that, the Holy Spirit creates an ease to our life. In the mechanics of our daily life, there's an ease to it. There's an understanding God has anointed you. He's empowered you. He's equipped you to do all that He's called you to do. You are not left on your own. We see anointing through Scripture at many times and many places where people are anointed for significant moments and occasions. In fact, you can see that many times oil was rubbed on uh, different sheep because the, 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 the bugs that would, would get in there and the insects that would get into their eyes and in their ears would sometimes go inside of them and cause infection. So to protect them, the shepherd would smear oil all over their face and all over their ears and near their eyes so that when any bug tried to get near them, it would just smear on down. It would just roll off the face. And there's a, a picture there of God's protection over our life. That his anointing power has protected us from harm. His anointing power has given us blessing and favor. The anointing oil itself has no power. I could go and get the dipstick out of my car this morning and grab it. And I could wipe that oil over your face this morning. It's not the power of the oil. It's not the power of the person that is anointing you with oil. It's the power and the authority of Jesus Christ that has anointed you. And that is the power that we are anointing you with this morning. I read this through the week. It says this, While the oil is a symbol of God's protection and blessing, the power itself is of a calling from God to carry out the work of His heart here on earth. And isn't that true? That God has called and anointed every single one of us for this incredible work that He's called us to do in our lives. Anointing in the Bible was done to set apart. It was done to empower people for service. It was done for protection. It was done for healing. Time and time again, we see people being anointed through the Old Testament, through to the New Testament. In the Old Testament, there were three kinds of people that were anointed. Kings were anointed to lead. Prophets were anointed to proclaim and to prophesy. And priests were anointed to minister. See, in the Old Testament, the Spirit of God came upon people and they did mighty exploits. But in the New Testament, we have an understanding that the Holy Spirit is working within us. The Holy Spirit is in us. Scripture says we are anointed. We are set apart. God has smeared us with the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. He has stamped His authority on our lives to say you are set apart. You are sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself said, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. Jesus needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit. How much more do we need the anointing on our lives when we understand that we're called to live out of that place? 2 Corinthians 1 verse 21 says this, Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us. He set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. 
1 Corinthians 3.16 says it this way, Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? What an incredible gift we have been given. The gift of the Holy Spirit working and functioning in our lives. And today, as we are going to anoint and pray over each person, it is a reminder that God has given you authority, anointing. He's equipped and empowered you to do what He's called you to do. We're believing that in ever-increasing measure in 2020, you would be aware of that and that you would function and flow in that. That His blessing and His favor in a supernatural way would be upon you and would be outworked through you this year. It's incredible what we can achieve in our own natural realm where we try and set things up and plan things. We plan our year. We go through our calendars and what we want to achieve and what we want to do. We perhaps write down our goals and our visions and there's all the natural things that go into seeing a great year happen. But what we're believing this morning is God to bring His super onto our natural, that His anointing power, that the Holy Spirit would lead us in a way that is beyond just natural ability this morning. That people would say there is something different about that person. And we and ourselves can point to it being the Holy Spirit's work. In Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, there's an incredible prayer that is prayed here. In fact, this prayer is actually a prayer that was given by God to the priests to be able to pray over the Israelites, to pray over God's people. This isn't a prayer that they came up with or they decided to pray. This is a hand-picked prayer from God. God said, I want you to pray these things over my people. I want you to declare these blessings upon my people. At the end of each service, as a benediction at the end of the service, I want you to declare this upon them. So this happened in Numbers chapter 6, verse 22. I want to read it to you this morning. It says this, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, who were the priests, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. The emphasis being there that it is God that is bringing the blessing. Not the priest, not any other person that does it. It is God that is the blesser. If you've got any doubts this morning that God wants to bless you, well, let that be alleviated this morning. Because in this passage, God himself said, this is the prayer I want prayed over my people. It is God's will for you that you would see the blessing of God on your life in every sphere of life. If you understand the word blessed that's used here, it's not just a spiritual blessing that's used. It's talking about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health. In every dimension, it says there is no disclaimer to the blessing of God that is listed here. What an incredible reminder for every one of us that God wants to bless every dimension and area of your life. I want to read it to you this morning again in the Amplified Version just because it pulls out some other things. Then I just want to quickly break it down in the next 10 minutes and we're going to pray. Numbers chapter 6 verse 24 again says, The Lord bless you and keep you, protect you, sustain you and guard you. The Lord make his face shine upon you with favor. And be gracious to you, surrounding you with loving kindness. The Lord lift up his countenance and face upon you with divine approval. And give you peace, a tranquil heart 
and life. Does anybody want that for their, their life this morning? Does anyone want that prayer prayed over their 2020 this morning and believe for that to be upon your life in Jesus' name? So six things this morning that the Lord has anointed us to receive. The first one is blessing. It says so clearly, the Lord bless you. There's a great prayer that's prayed called the prayer of Jabez. You see this prayer that is articulated in this whole list of genealogies that is taking place in one chronicles and it's going through this person is the son of this person who's the son of this person who's the son of this person then just out of nowhere this prayer is prayed from Jabez it says this in 1 chronicles 4 verse 9 now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him in pain What a great name. He's reminded of his pain daily because of the name that he's been given. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be upon me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him his request. And then it just continues on with the genealogies. I think there's a man of faith here that said, you know what, I, don't want, I want to stand out from the rest, not because of my might and my ability, but I want the blessing of heaven to be on my life. I want the blessing of God to guide and direct my life and to be upon me in such a way that people cannot deny that it's actually God that has orchestrated this. Because his name meant pain. It was prophetic on what he thought his life would be. But he said, God, I believe your blessing can alleviate that. I believe your blessing can change that. And maybe in 2020, your circumstances have said another thing. But I'm believing God's blessing and God's favor is going to have the final word. God wants to do something significant in your heart as you remind yourself and lean into his blessing today. Do you know when it comes to bees... Bees have a second stomach where they can store honey. They call them a honey stomach. And it's a great reminder this morning that we aren't just blessed for ourselves, but we are blessed to be a blessing. Just like a bee stores up for others so that it can bring it back to the hive and be a blessing to the community, be a blessing to other people, be a blessing to other bees and be able to to, to spread that. It's the same for you and I. God blesses our life so that out of our life becomes a blessing towards other people. We can reach it. I'm believing for some honey stomachs this morning in 2020 that we have enough stored up in us that we can be a blessing to others. What if we were so prepared that at any moment someone was in need and we could be a blessing? What if City Church was known and felt in our community for its generosity and blessing because we had a storehouse of blessing that God had given us that we could just see that flow out into our community and lives could be changed. I'm believing for that this morning, that God's going to bless you personally in 2020. This isn't just a corporate blessing. This is an individual, personal blessing that I'm believing is going to flow on your family in a supernatural way. God can turn things around. God can turn the tap on. God can make things happen that we can't generate and do on our own. Secondly, this morning, protection, it says the Lord bless you, and then it says the Lord keep you. So much of our life we spend protecting ourselves. We get in the car and we put on the seatbelt. Maybe you ride a bike and you put a helmet. Maybe you go to get the milk out of the fridge and you check the date to make sure that it's not going to be out of date because you're trying to protect yourself. There is things that we do every day. We lock the door in the front of our house to protect ourselves from intruders. There's things that we do naturally to protect ourselves. And what I'm believing this morning that God's going to be protecting us in 2020, even from 
things we couldn't see. Maybe things that meant us harm, things that were directed towards us, but it can't touch us. Because the Holy Spirit is protecting us. His protection is supernatural and upon us. We thought we had it planned. We thought we protected ourselves in our own ability. But what if we believe this morning that the supernatural protection of heaven was upon us and our family? What the enemy meant for evil, God could turn around for good. When there's things that were coming towards us, it was redirected. Because the Holy Spirit had protected us. That's what I'm believing on your life in 2020. Just like a parent desires to protect a child from harm, from touching the hot plate, from running out onto the road, God desires to be able to guide and protect you from harm. And I'm believing for that for you in 2020. It says in Psalm 18 verse 31, For who is God but the Lord? Or who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like hinds feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. I'm praying and believing that over your life this morning. Thirdly, this morning, it talks about favor. It says, the Lord make his face shine upon you. I'm believing for people to like you this year, even though they don't like you. They don't know why they don't want to like you. They don't like you, but for some reason, they just like you. It's the favor of God on your life, that his hand would be on your life, that you're finding yourself in situations where you're getting promotion. You're finding yourself in situations where you're getting financial blessing. You're finding yourself with opportunities open instead of doors closed. I'm believing that's going to be your portion in 2020. I believe in God's favor to rest upon you in a way that you could not orchestrate it. It's only supernatural by his hand and his power. They like you and they don't even know why. (laughs) Psalm 90 verse 17 says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on you. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. We're believing for that this morning. Number four, this morning we're praying for God's grace upon you. It says, and be gracious to you. God has graced you. His seal and his stamp is upon your life. Do you know what? We all wear clothes that have brand names on them. The clothes that you're wearing, no doubt, have a brand to it. And when you're wearing an expensive brand, you can feel confident. You can walk around just naturally and just feel so proud of the brand that you're wearing. You're looking at it, you're thinking, yeah, I've got this brand on and I'm cool. And and I feel like I'm valuable because of the value of the brand that I have. And you can represent that brand as you're walking around doing whatever. But can I remind you this morning that you have a brand that's greater than that? the brand of the name of Jesus Christ that is on you, the Holy Spirit's anointing that has branded you and marked you, that you don't have to find confidence in your clothing or fame or your bank account or any of those things. You find your confidence in Jesus. You find your brand in Him because He's smeared you with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He's stamped and He's sealed your life. That's what God has done. That's the confidence that we walk in. We walk in that grace. God has graced you. He sets you up. He's anointed and equipped you to do what he's calling you to do. I love it. It says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 8, it says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. 
It's not your strength that you rely on, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit in you that you rely on. When you're weak in your own ability, God's power and God's stamp on you is strong. It's working. It's moving. You're going to find yourself in situations this year where you feel like you're at a dead end, perhaps. You're going to find yourself this year where you feel like you're out of strength, where I don't have the resource, the thinking for this. I don't know how to come out of this. I don't know the solution for this, but I'm just believing for God's grace on your life that you're going to see a way through, that God's going to make a way out. God's going to work it because His grace is sufficient. It's not your ability. It's His. I don't know the keys can come up. I'm almost finished this morning. Number five is approval. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. You know, when you think about the word countenance, it means a person's face or facial expression. And it's talking here about support or approval. You have all of God's approval. You could not pray and fast this week. I shouldn't say this to you because we're all praying and fasting together, but you could not, and you're not any less loved by God. You can't manipulate your way into being loved more than God. You can't be better than the person next to you, and then he's going to love you more than God, more than, more than them. God loves you as you are. You have all of his approval. You have the confidence of knowing God has given you all that you need. Have you ever had somebody look at you with a disapproving face? They look at you, they're not happy with your actions, they're not happy with the way you've been behaving yourself, they're not happy with how you're representing yourself. I can see some of them now, I'm just joking. (laughs) It's so different when there's somebody that looks at you with love and where there's approval there. Just like when a parent holds a child for the first time, just when you look into someone that you love's eyes, And there's approval there. Just when you have a moment where you can just look out and see the sunset and there's just this joy on your face, there's just this approval of what you're seeing. It's powerful. And that's what God has towards you. And some translations say, His smile is towards you. When God's looking at you, He's smiling. Forget about that condemnation that's tried to clog you up. It's tried to block all of that view. It's tried to block you from the sunlight of God's smile. Be reminded today, put it this way, God's face is glowing, not glaring. He's looking towards you with such love and affection. Psalm 118 verse 6 says this, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. You have all of God's approval. Finally, this morning, number six, peace. It says, and give you peace. Colossians 3 verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace. 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Scripture describes Jesus. One of the names of Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Sometimes I go to the gym and I have these wireless headphones that I use. I know it's shocking, firstly, that I go to the gym. So just get over. I'll give you a moment to get over that shock. But 
these wireless headphones, they go in and I have it attached obviously to my phone where I'm playing something on my phone. I might put it in my bag and I've got these wireless headphones. I might find myself walking around and as I walk around, I can find myself walking out of range. And when I walk out of range, all of a sudden I'm losing the sound. I'm losing the music that's coming through, the album that I'm listening to. I can no longer listen to it. And the same thing happens in our life when we start to walk away from the Prince of Peace. When we start to listen to the other noises of fear and and anxiety, the things that can sometimes surround us, maybe insecurity, maybe comparison. We allow those things to get louder and louder and we stop listening to the soundtrack of peace, which is only brought to you by the Prince of Peace. He's not a part of peace. He is the source of peace. So how do we receive peace? We go to the source of peace, the Prince of Peace. And maybe you felt yourself out of range in 2019. Here's a moment to draw close to the Prince of Peace, to draw near to Him today and to be reminded that His peace is on you. In Psalm 29.11, it says this, The Lord gives strength to His people. The Lord blesses His people with peace. And I believing that over every anxious heart this morning, every, every person this morning, that God's peace would rest upon you in Jesus' name. I want to read this quote to you and then I want to read the passage again and we're going to pray over each person. It says this from Sunday, Adalaja, his name was. It says, The anointing is what enables us to labor without having to apply any special effort. The anointing is what overcomes every difficulty that would beset us. That we in our own strength and with our own abilities would normally not be able to cope with. God's supernatural anointing. He's equipping. He's empowering on your life. Remember, you have been anointed. You've been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit.